<clears throat> oh no, last one. Wow, not forever. For the term. Hey, you know we did. Um, we had a milestone last term, last last episode. What? Number forty. Forty. Yeah. Are you not impressed with that? No. Yeah. I want something with three digits. Oh, really? Well, you were carrying mm. on at the start that you're like, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're, I'll be, I'll be surprised. <laughs> I'll be surprised if we make it a ten. <laughs> I, I, I actually was. I thought it was a good concept at the start, and we get a lot of emails from people saying they they love the concept. But yeah, I, yeah. So I'm, I'm happy. You happy? Yeah, I'm happy, happy just camper. talking into the ether. I don't. Well, I no, mean. No. Our listeners keep going up as well, Bear Eye. I know. Which is which is pretty I don't know, we might be doing something. I don't know if we're doing anything right, but uh, something right. the bloody hell knows. Um But yeah. Hello, kick us off. Oh, all right. Jeez, you want to get right into You're it. You're in charge. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Teachy Yarns. Uh my name is What are we? Episode what? Oh. You, surely you can work that out, Bear. Right? If I said the last episode was episode forty, oh, you said we're up to forty. I didn't know whether that was the exact number or whether we're, no. you know, 42, 43. No, we're yeah, up to no, okay. we're up to forty-one. Okay, so so we're counting them by ones at the moment. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's not like we're into our second thousandth episode. No, no, Bear. Right? We haven't caught right. up to Joe Rogan yet. Your favourite. Okay, your favourite. I love how you measure. You you know you're going after the biggest podcast in the world. That's how you measure everything. Yeah, but he's coming back to the pack, see? Is he? he he's been cancelled by a lot of people, so he's, he's stepping on some yeah, toes. Yeah, he's really so. in. We, 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 this is our chance. We're going to pounce. Sneak up on him. We're going to pounce. All right. Well, as long as you don't say anything, um, I don't know, uh, homophobic or transphobic or anything like that. Yeah. We'll, we'll be fine. We won't get cancelled. Cool. Um, yeah, so... Did I get through? Did I get through? Welcome to Teach Yarns before you cut me off. No, you didn't. I don't think I did. I think you cut me off. You said welcome to Teach Yarns, and I said what episode are we up to? And then you went off on well, a. Well, I said my name's Ben, and then you said what episode are we up to? I was like, oh, God, all right, we're we're back. Uh, my name's Ben. This is Brian. If you're just listening, this is pretty much a normal intro. Um, it is, isn't yeah, it? yeah. We, I mean, but see, nobody else has got a really good intro either. I've been listening to some podcasts, and nobody's got something that grabs him by the by the scrotum and says, "Listen to this." You know what I'm talking about? It doesn't. I, I just loved your brain then, where you were like, "Grabs me by the," and I saw your brain ticking over, saying, "What can I say instead of scrotum?" And then you're like, "No, nah, I'll say scrotum." <laughs> I did. Talk. I know you. I'm trying to think. I know how your brain works. You're like, "What's something more savoury?" No, nah, I'm going with scrotum. <laughs> Yeah. So something that grabs me and says, "Yeah, this is our podcast." So oh, yeah, we need to work on but that. Yeah, how's your week been? Been good. Oh, you're doing full time. You're back to full time teaching. Yeah, I'm back full time. I'm doing a contract. It's I got a phone call from the school and they said, "Are you interested in a contract?" Yeah. And I said, "Nah, not really. Don't don't do contracts anymore." And the lady that asked me is one of my favourite people in the whole world, and yeah. she said, "Oh, we're looking for somebody to do." Um, a a week before the holidays, yeah, and four weeks after the holidays, yeah. And I, <laughs> my little mind started ticking over, and and I asked her. I said, "Does that mean you get paid for the holidays as well?" She said, "Ah, yes, it does actually." Yeah. So, so I, so I said, "Yeah, right, I'll do that." So I'm getting, I'm doing the last week of this term, yeah, and the first four weeks of next term, yeah, which means that I get paid for the holidays as well. 
If you do a contract either side of holidays, there you go. I get paid for the weekends. And as a little bit more icing on the top, there's two public holidays in that contract. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Bludge Fest. I know. Life's good. Is it? It is, yeah. And it's a good school and it's a great class. Good school. I've had them this week. Yeah, I've had them this week and they are really good kids. Well, I'm uh, apparently going to the F1 tomorrow with the kids. You what? You know, the Formula One. I love this school that I'm working at. And um, how the hell do you get the school excursion to the Formula One know. races? The, the principal was like, I think they need they need an extra teacher, and they can't really take yeah. teachers off class. So they like, do you want to go to the Formula One? I was like, yes. And so yeah, it's a science excursion. How old are the kids? Uh, I think it's grade four and five. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. One, I, I took a, um, a three uh, three four class the other day. This kid mm-hmm. rules. He's so funny. I think he's on the spectrum, and. Um, He's just full on. He what did he yell out the other day? We we're doing this group activity, yeah. And he came in late, and he's just like, "Right, I'll be the leader because I'm the only one that knows what cocaine is." <laughs> and I just started, I started giggling. I shouldn't have giggled. I was like, "You don't know what cocaine is." And he looks at me, he goes, "It all starts with the coca leaf, okay?" And I was like, Gee. "I was like, whoa, 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 whoa." <laughs> all right, that's enough. <laughs> he's real smart what grade was he's this so funny grade four oh, apparently he's, apparently the um principal she rules she's so funny she said yeah he's he's broken into the the pa he's used the pa before over the school mm. he's broken in and mm. got onto the pa and he's like they can't tell us what to do rebel rebel kids <laughs> <laughs> he started, <laughs> started trying to get this movement but um, yeah. Uh, it's like Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, like he's a real he's a real sweet kid as well. But he's just like yeah. highly intelligent in these certain areas. And um, yeah, yeah. So that the, the principal, this whole school is just so good. How they like treat yeah. kids and how because it could be so easy to I don't know suspend or do yeah. whatever with it. But how they how they approach certain issues, it's it's yeah. very pragmatic the, and, and, and the, the, the thing is like the the intelligence with the other kids they've, they've sort of instilled that throughout the school because like when when other kids see this kid going off they're like oh yeah that's him that's him that's him doing it Here he goes he's again. doing his yeah. thing yeah so it's like that's that bit of emotional intelligence that's sort of instilled in the kids uh, as well which is uh, yeah i've i'm taking these school days but i've been uh busy trying to get this festival show together mm. because i am doing okay. the comedy festival it's called the parent teacher interview it's an old show that i that i've reworked um okay. and i'm just trying to get all that ready i just came from triple m promoting it should that impress me well What's the trip? I feel like oh the radio station yeah the radio station Triple M. Did anyone listen to that? Martin Malloy, uh, me, oh, no, me, get no, out. Mick Malloy, no Marty Sheargold and that that's Triple M. They did an interview. Okay, um, yeah. There's a lovely lady named Sarah who's also she's very funny. Um, but I was with uh, good friends of the show Nick Kappa, yeah. Mike Goldstein, and myself, and she basically talked to Kappa about his cancer journey. For mm. about fifteen minutes, and like it's so funny because it's like he, he well, it's not funny because he lost a nut, but he's making very funny jokes, <laughs> making very funny jokes about losing a nut and all this sort of stuff, and it's like this gold mine of comedy, and then it's yeah. like so Ben, you're doing a show about teachers, and I'm like fucking hell, what am I, what do you want me to do with this? Oh, Let's keep yeah, talking yeah. about me cancer. follow him, yeah, yeah. But anyway, the show's cool. coming along. It's good. 
I'm pretty pumped with it, Excellent. actually. I'm going to film it. So are you going to take it on the road or anything? Are you going to... Well, there's two options, the... B-Rye. I was going to yes. talk to you, but as, you might, as my producer, I'm either yeah. going to take it on the road yeah. or I'm going to film it and put it up on YouTube. Which one pays more? Yeah, the road pays way more. Well, there you go. Well, it's not always... Why are you not, thinking about it? Because it's not all... I'm, I'm about the people, B-Rye. It's not all about the... It's not all about the pay. <laughs> I'm a man of the people. If I put it up on YouTube, then more people can see it. And I was thinking about leaving a little donation thing down the bottom. If you like it, then you can buy me a coffee or something. <sighs> you know those websites where you get this, where you get on there, like like Wikipedia. You get on the Wikipedia now and they say, look, if you really think we're worth something, you know, slip us a couple of bucks. Yeah, I'm sure that's the website. Everybody goes past that. I'm sure that's the website you're going on that's slipping a couple of bucks, Bear Eye. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, I like, oh Wikipedia. Yeah, all right, Barry. No, <laughs> you know that website, Wikipedia. It is. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Well, that's all right. As long as it gets a fair few views, it's like getting your getting your name out there, I guess. Because I haven't got anything all right. up online, so I don't know. Well, we'll see. Okay, we'll see. That's that's just an idea. As as my producer, right. Barry. Okay. I thought I'd run it by you. Do you remember when you were fourteen? And you said, I want to be rich so I can buy you a house, Dad. Do you remember that? Yeah. I'm still waiting. You're not 14 anymore. I don't know. My, my bloody clock's ticking. Yeah. Time's a-wasting. Have you paid off your house now, though? Yeah, I have. Yep. That's nice. No mortgage. It was a nice thought, though, wasn't it? No thanks to you. Yeah, well, yeah. It was a nice Jeez. thought. I, I, yeah, I, I did nice, always want to do that. It actually was a nice thought. I did yeah. always want to do that. Maybe now I'll just buy you something cool, like a flashlight. I don't know. <laughs> I had to look up that too. I had to look up what a, what a flashlight was. You mean a flashlight? No, a flashlight. What's a flash? Look it up, yeah. Oh, I've got to work out how to clear my search history. You? Yeah. Oh, because you've been... and grinder? Because you've been Googling what... Uh, yeah, there you go. All right. So, topic. The topic... This this week was school camps. Yeah, we're going to do school camps, but you were talking before about um, having another little education topic before that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw this. Oh, hold on. There's a few stories. Number one, let's start off. Start, this is horrible, but you saw the school shooting again in America, yeah. obviously. But yeah, have you seen what's, what's happened? No. So... Uh, the shooter identified as a man but was a biological woman. Yeah. Right. And killed four people. Yeah. Or however many people. And then the news misgendered him. And the news had to apologize for misgendering the shooter. You're kidding. <laughs> I thought you'd like this. Bloody hell. Oh, it's, yeah. Um,. Yeah, the, the MNDP department used female pronouns and referred to the shooter as a woman, but they identified as he, him pronouns. And it's just, that's the... Christ on a corn dog. Well, I mean, that's, that's is it, yeah. it's kind of interesting that that's the... Hey, can we... That's what they took out of that, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's just the media. It's like, shut the fuck yeah. up. Like, there's four kids dead. Yes. That's, that's what I that, I feel like it's just sort of highlights where we are as a society. It's like keep everyone quiet, keep everyone satiated with bullshit. It's like not saying that yeah. pronouns are bullshit, but I'm saying that 
like here, fight over this while the big issues yeah. are happening. See, th- this is one of the one of the reasons I think we live in probably the best country in the world. America's got all these shootings, right? And they when every every time they talk about putting a restriction on firearms, yeah. the entire you know Republican group, the lefties, I don't know what they are, the um, sporting shooters or the MRA, the right, yeah, the, the yeah, the MRA, yeah. they go off their crew and say, no, you'll never get elected. And they just put up such a big fight. It's my right to carry arms. Yeah. You know, you'll take this gun out of my cold, bloody hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go... Now, when, in Australia, John Howard says, we're taking all your guns off you. Yeah. And Australia goes, yeah, right. Oh, they didn't. And, and they we, didn't, we, though. There were, there, were, there were hardcore people as well that were like, nut bullshit. Yeah. And what happened? Yeah, it's Australia. They gave the guns that's up. That's very Australian. Though. They're like, no, I'm yeah. not doing it. Like, yes, you are. All the, right. The then. one that, <laughs> the, the, the most recent one though was in um, in Paris, in France. Yeah, they're running through the streets now with placards and they're demonstrating because Macron had the audacity to raise the age of retirement to 64. Mm. Now in Australia, they raised the age, the retirement age to 67. Yeah, and everyone went, yeah, right. All right. <laughs> Yeah, don't do that. Australia's not happy. very like that, though. I, f- I feel like we Australia's are so pretty- laid back about those things. We, you know, we whinge and moan and carry on because I was one of them. I was the, uh, mum and I were in the first ones to have our our pension age raised. Yeah. So if you were born between these dates, your pension age is no longer sixty five. Yeah. It's sixty five and a half, whatever. Yeah. So we we're in that group, and it's going up and going up and going up. And the last one now is 67. So you can't get the age pension until you turn 67. Yeah. And we go, yeah, okay. Yeah. We are such a laid-back society. Well, do you think we're laid-back because of the world that we live, like the, the country that we live in? I do. Like, yeah. really, realistically, everything's going very good in Australia. And like if the oh. government says, hey, we're introducing this rule, it's like, yeah, right. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah. We're doing good. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we do live in a great country. There's no doubt at all about that. Yeah. Obvi- obviously, things can be fixed, but I feel like I, I feel like that's everyone's attitude. It's like, yeah, nah, right, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. It, like the, I'll do it. the yeah. things with the cigarettes and the responsible yeah. alcohol intake. Yes. I remember my mate coming back from Italy, and he's like, they don't really have a drinking age there. We need that in Australia. And I was like... No, we don't. Australia doesn't need like Italy's like a culture. Like for thousands yeah. of years, they've been drinking wine and like they know yeah. how to do it properly, and and they've raised in that culture. Australia's like we're like a fourteen-year-old girl at the blue light disco, just like smashing a six-pack of vodka cruises. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's that's us. That's that's it us. Is. Got the goon bag under the arm. <laughs> yeah, we, well, that's the thing. We invented the goon bag. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says like irresponsible. Like everyone was like wine just out of a litre glass. And yeah. we're like, hey, what if I told you we could fit 4.5 litres of <laughs> shitty quality wine in a silver pillow? You know what I mean? You can peg it to yeah. a hill's hoist clothesline and spin it around. Play good and fortune. <laughs> yeah, we anyway, are. We're very laid back. That's the point. You can't smoke here anymore. What do you mean I can't smoke here anymore? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Nah, fair enough. So that's the that was the first thing that I saw. Yeah. The other thing that I saw was, um, and I don't know how you'll feel about this, but America has started this, and I think a lot of other countries have started it. Very American heavy yeah. this, this 
this episode. Um, but I think some other schools are starting to do it in Australia as well with the four-day school week. So they're getting rid of Monday and doing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, 1,600 schools across 24 states have made the switch and they're like, it's it's promoted productivity within the staff and the school and, and, and mm-hmm. students and all that sort of stuff. I don't know. Before I read anything else out, what are, what are your yeah. initial thoughts on it? My initial thoughts are because I'm a I'm primarily a glass half full man, but I admit, I initially <laughs> go to being a devil. I am. I'm Mister Positive. All right. I initially try and become a devil's advocate. Does yeah. that mean the teachers get paid the same? Oh, yeah. Or do they get paid less? Okay, interesting. Second thing is, do we still? put the same amount of curriculum into four days, shoehorn it into four days rather than five days. Yeah. The next thing is, what about the parents that used to send their kids to school on Monday and are working? Yep. What do they do with their kids now? Yeah, for the Monday. Yeah. For the Monday. Um, Is there any extra assistance for parents who, you know, who need to find care for their kids during those, during that day? Yeah. yeah. yeah, look, I'm a little bit sceptical. I'd have to see it first. I'd have to see it in action. But yeah. I'm, you know, I'm a bit sceptical. I, uh, But, I, you know, I've I got to admit, I was sceptical. There's some high schools around here that have split days. They start at seven. The first half of the kids go from school from from seven till one. Yeah. I think. And the next group of kids go from 11 till, um, I don't know, four, whatever it is. Yeah. And there's an overlap in the middle. And I was very sceptical of that at first. But apparently it works really well. Yeah, right. It it works very well. So, um, you know, I'd have to see it in action first. But on the surface, yeah, I think it's full of holes. I don't know whether it's a militant union that says we need this and we need that. Or Well, I think it's trying to mimic what is also happening in society because a lot of other companies are going to four-day weeks. Yeah, but if they go to four... If everybody goes to four-day weeks, great. Yes, exactly. But if, but if half the country is on four-day weeks and the other half isn't... That's well, I mean, it's got, disaster, I guess it's going to have to have to have that trickle effect, though, right? Like, because unless someone just hits the big red button and it's like, yeah, we're all doing it at this time. Yeah. And I mean, society doesn't really work like that anyway. Like, there's people that work. Yeah, it does because six- we went to the um, the five day working week like that. It used to be six days. It used to work six days. Really? Yeah. When was and that? Then we went to the five day working week. Then we went to the eight hour day. When was this? With the oh, before your time, before my time. Really? So it was six yeah. days. It was six days. My dad, my dad used to work six days. Wow. Yep. And what, so yeah. what, 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 what was that situation? Was it a big red button situation? Like, all right, we're all doing it from now, or was it? Like I can't a gradual... remember whether it. I think it was a union thing. I think it was a. Um, the unions came in and said, right, we're now doing five days and two yeah. days off. Yeah. And then there was the eight-hour day because, you know, people used to work 11 hours and what have you, and they the unions brought in the, the eight-hour day, so you can't work any more than eight hours a day. Yeah. And I'm not really sure of the history behind it, but I know that – and I think those were, those were you know, rig bed, big red button days. Okay. I don't know. Um, That's interesting. I'd have, I'd have to look more into it. But, and look, yeah, look, I'm more than happy to be corrected, but I – like Australia has – the eight-hour working day. So, and we have minimum wages, and we have all those things. And they, yeah. that's their government um, directed. Well, I know Australia's yeah. pretty good anyway, as it is. Like from my mates in America, we, I love the fact. I still can't get over the fact. I love the fact that we get paid more when we go on holidays. What we get a leave loading. So when you go on your holidays, yeah. 
you get a leave loading. Okay, yeah. And you know that, that. And what? And that means you get paid more. You get paid more. So when you go over your whole, when you go on, on holidays, yeah. you get your wage plus your plus your leave loading. As a teacher, as everybody, really, it's it's a part of your rewards. Yeah, I didn't know that. You know when you you know when you I used to go on school stuff. holidays at Christmas time. Yeah. You know that little extra bit that you got in your pay packet. No, I didn't even realise you, you, I did. You probably never even checked that you were that rich. No. Yeah. No, well, well you I did, just you didn't get this little bit of extra money in your pay packet. It's called leave loading. Wow. Mm. I didn't even know that. I don't know a lot so of stuff. So you got to get though. out of the house. Well, more. I don't know a lot of stuff. I'm not very. I'm a dumb, smart person. Like I, I, I love things that I'm interested in, but other things like that, like why would I know yeah. that? That doesn't interest <laughs> me. Where's this extra six hundred dollars from? Yeah, from? well, I guess I just don't even. We spent it on right. What else did you read about? Probably spent spent it Anything on something else important. Oh no, that's all right. You weren't going to ask me my opinion on the four day week. No. That's all right. Just we'll just I'll, I'll just give you a topic and you just fucking don't care verbal diarrhea about it. Uh, <laughs> I think just in case anyone else wants to hear about my <laughs> other than B Rise view, I think it's kind of where we're going at the at the moment like everything is automated right everything's getting more and more automated do you think that do mm. you think the six day week going to a five day week was a, a um a reaction to the industrial revolution like things were getting more no. automated no i think it was a reaction to people wanting more leisure time wanting more downtime and the unions were big on that the unions were all about the workers the workers need more downtime okay so they need the two-day weekend so do you think it's um, just going to keep going and keep going until like or my grandkids are going to be upset that they got to work three days a week three days a week, possibly yeah look I, I can't remember where does it stop See, i'm assuming because for as long as i can remember um school's been five days so kids have gone to school for five days and had the weekend off so i didn't but grade 11 hey? and 12 grade 11 and 12 i only went for four days did you yeah calandra high we had a okay. Wednesday study day uh, where I stayed home and uh, masturbated, and the other th- oh, the other four days, <laughs> not on my, not under my roof. Please. I'm 15 and 16. I just worked out what it's for. Of course, I was. <laughs> right, go on. I did a four four day week, and that was good. Wednesday, having Wednesday off was great, and I don't feel like we got less work done. Yeah. What are you looking at? You're looking at your phone again. <laughs> it's not off camera. What are you looking at? Nothing. You can, what is it? Yeah, finished. Keep going. No, tell me what you got. Well, tell me what you're looking at. I'm just what I'm talking about later on. Oh, what you? Ah, that's good. As long as it's yeah. As long as it's podcast related. I didn't know if you were dozing off and not listening to what I had to say. Anyway, <laughs> all right. The other thing uh, that I found. Oh, that was the four day week. Now this is the main thing we were going to talk about. Be right, which yep. was school camps. School camps. Now, school camps. You yep. know when we were um, talking last week about school camps, and you said, yep. "Yeah, and teachers still don't get paid for it." Yeah. Well, camps actually came up, mm. and I was like, "Yeah, it's crazy that you don't get paid for it." And the teachers mm. were like, "Well, hold on a second, we actually do." Really? Yeah. Because in in Victoria, I don't know what's happening in Queensland, but state schools are cancelling, deferring, and re- this is basically what's happening at the moment. But it's kind of had a bad effect because state schools are cancelling, deferring or like reducing their plans for school camps because mm-hmm. basically what happens is t- teachers get time in lieu provisions mm-hmm. um, and that stretches the school budgets 
and just yeah. makes like overnight experiences less affordable. So oh, yeah. um, a new workplace agreement, the government's gone into a new workplace agreement with um, teachers and they got hour for hour time in lieu for out of hours work in school activities, which include camp, oh, okay. camp, camps, yeah. excursions and information nights. Right. Eh? So yeah, they okay. get um, time in lieu in, in Victoria, which is kind of wow. cool. See, I never used to mind school camps. I was quite happy to go on them. Yeah. Um, you know, there's like you said, you don't get paid for it, but you are pretty much on call 24 hours a day from the time you leave school to the time you bring the kids back. You're on call for that whole time. It's insane. And, and you're lucky if you get six hours sleep. You're oh, totally. Yeah. Four hours sleep, you're lucky. because it, it really is, yeah. If um, someone's waking up that shit themselves or wet the bed or, 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 or vomited or... Yeah, somebody said to me once that they're part of the curriculum. Well, they're not part of the curriculum. They're not. They're, they're, it's an extracurricular activity, so it's something else. I always had an issue with, like most of the schools that I've been to, it was used more as a reward. So if kids had done the right thing, they'd get to go on camp. Yeah. But more and more you see camps used as this is part of the school curriculum. Yeah. And it's not. So every kid gets to go on camp. Yeah. And so you get all the good kids who deserve it, but then you get the ones who don't deserve it either. And they still get to go on camp and they can be as disruptive as they like and, you know, so, there's really no, hold on, no so consequence. You, you, think, you think camps should be a reward? You don't think they should be part of the curriculum? I absolutely think they should be a reward. Ooh. And I've been to schools where they said, look, sorry, you haven't earned your brandy points, you're not going to camp. Mm. And I'm totally 100% okay with that. Okay. Camps, so you think camps should be a reward? Yep. <sighs> I don't know. I do. So if you're, if you're mm. a, a disruptive child... Yeah, I know. ...and you get to go on camp... Yeah. ...and you continue to be disruptive on camp, not only are you spoiling it, spoiling it for everybody else, you're giving the school a bad name... Yeah. So, you, yeah. ...as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I, I kind of get it. I'm just trying to think. I'm, I'm trying to play devil's advocate as well, Bear. Don't go down that road, Ben. You don't do it very well. Oh, what? So you're it's, allowed to? Well, you're allowed you're, to have it. No, no, you're too nice. You'll never be a devil's advocate. No. Um. Well, this is the this is the the nice side of it. I think. I don't know because some kids. See, I, I remember some kids got sent home from school camp. Yes. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. So you do the wrong thing on camp. Absolutely. Ring mum and dad, come and get your kid. They've mucked up, they're gone, compost. There's a consequence. Yep. But when a kid mucks up on camp and they're still there, no, nah, that's that's when the parents are running the school. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with that. I, yeah. I don't, because camp is so heightened as well. Like it's so much more difficult than confining them in, in a classroom. It is. Camps can be crazy i mean and especially when you're doing things oh. like high ropes and, and and stuff like that and if you've got little Jaden that's gonna start throwing rocks at kids on the yes you know, you know what i mean yeah. like yeah and that's when you want your kids to be on the best behavior so usually the, the teachers aren't the ones that are running the activities yeah usually yeah, yeah. it's specialist um camp people that are running that running the activities yeah and they're the ones that um you know are in charge if those kids don't toe the line and do what those instructors say, you get one chance, boom, two chances, you're on your bike, go. And it's old two strike it's turned on its head. Hmm? Old two strike B Rai. Only two strikes. Yeah, well, yeah. I used to be I used to be one strike B Rai, but now I'm softening up. Kind of, yeah. Look out. Getting old. Getting two strikes now. <laughs> I must be getting old. 
I only had, I only got one strike. What's that bullshit? Yeah, well, you, no, you had a warning before that. So, yeah. do you, did you hold on before I go any mm. further? Mm. Did you go on school camps when you're at school? No. What? We went on a day camp, so we're at Kilcoy. We went on yeah. a bus trip from here to Caloundra and back again. What'd you from do? From Kilcoy to Caloundra for the day. Yeah. Walked through, walked through the rock pearls and then came back. Really? Yeah. Never had a sleepover camp. Yeah, right. No. I remember I had a sleepover camp underneath, um, is it Underwater World? The one where you sleep, oh, the one, yeah. you sleep underneath the sharks yeah. and all that? I remember yeah. doing that. That was um that w- that was cool, but the other one I remember was grade four, and I was terrified to wet the bed because I wet the bed till late. Yeah. I wet the bed late, yeah, yeah. like a like a loser. <laughs> what is the deal? Hey, it's more common. It's more common than you think. I've been on a lot of camps. Thanks, I've got Dad. a story about that actually. Oh, bed wet. Yeah, bed wet. We had this this one camp, and. This kid came in like the the next morning. He said, "Oh, Mister Knight, the roof leaked. It's been raining." Oh, great! The yeah. roof leaked. Yeah, and I went in and checked, and there's and there's a suitcase beside his bed. Yeah, and, which between the bed and the wall, and it's all his clothes are wet, and there's a little pool on the bottom. I said, "Oh, mate!" And I'm looking at the roof and can't see anything. Yeah, and anyway, I, I picked up a piece of clothing and had a whiff. Yeah, yeah. One of the kids was sleepwalking. Turns out. One of the kids was sleepwalking. No. And that's as far as he got. Had a slash in this poor kid's suitcase. No then way. Then went back to bed. So as diplomatically as possible at breakfast, I said, does, you know, does any, because before you go on camp, you ask the parents to fill out this yeah, form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do your child have any anxieties, any medical yeah. conditions? Do they sleepwalk? Yeah. Uh, do they get really homesick? Whatever. Uh, are they are they bedwetters? Did you? Did you need to know this did, stuff? Did you tick that off when I went on school camp? Yeah. Did you say? Oh, how embarrassing! Yeah. No, but the teachers need. See, no, teachers I know teachers. I know this, teacher, but We need to know this. I know yeah. teachers need to know, but I didn't know that. So when Pon was on here, yeah. my grade seven teacher, he knew. Yeah. He knows I used to wet the bed. Oh God! Oh, well, we told him. How embarrassing! You'd we sent him videos of your sheets on the line. So that's very, that's very funny. But as I, diplomatically I, I, as possible, I, as as I possibly could, I said at the, at breakfast. I said, "Look, does anybody know if, if they sleepwalk at all?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a couple of little hands went up. Yeah. And um, anyway, it turns out this happened not once, not twice, but three times. What he pissed just, in someone's suitcase? No, no. We moved the suitcase. Each night we'd make sure we... So we washed all his kids' clothes. We um, rinsed out his suitcase. I, he, he didn't... This kid didn't even know that it was somebody peed in his suitcase. He thought it was, was raining. So I said, look, we'll just... I can't see where it's leaking, but we will move it just in case. Let's move it under your bed. So we, we washed his clothes out, yeah. um, rinsed his suitcase out and the yeah. whole thing. And the, the next morning I came in, and there's another little puddle in the, in the same place. What, and he's hold going, on, his suitcase or just at the same place? No, no, because the, the suitcase is under the bed now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the same place in the room beside between the bed and the What? And it, and did the, you the find wall. out which kid it was? Yeah, we knew which one it was. Yeah, We found out which one it was. Well, you just get and up and just... That's sick. The, yeah. Anyway, the camp the camp was only three days. So, so after day two, we just kind of... Make sure you go to the toilet. Everyone, make sure you go to the toilet. Got been to the toilet? Yep, go again. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah, been to the yeah. toilet twice? Yep. Let's just do it once more. Yeah. Anyway, um, he was the the last night. It was all right. Yeah. But this, the funny thing was, on the second night, this kid said to me, 
Mr. Knight, it's still leaking. The roof's still leaking. Yeah. And I didn't have the heart to tell him it didn't rain either of the two nights. But it, it worked out. I said, oh, look, I'll talk to the people about having a look at it. Yeah. 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 It's not, someone's pissing on the roof and it's coming through. Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't know, even though it was pee, he just thought it was water. So we How just mopped it up. smell it? That's insane. Well, you know, you go and you and you do those things for these kids. Like I've had kids who have wet the bed and totally been absolutely so embarrassed, yeah. so embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. And it in in the later years, I would have before we go on camp, I talked to the kids and I said, "Look, when you go on camp, people behave differently. Yeah, we find that strong kids sometimes are not as strong as they would normally be. So the kids yeah. that are really brave at school yeah. are not so brave. Yeah. We find that some kids who are very timid become, you know, supermen. Yeah. They're going on all the high ropes and the obstacle courses. They're doing everything. Yeah. I said, some people sleepwalk. Yeah. And I said, some people will even wet the bed. And we talk about that. Yeah. Um, and how are we going to handle it? Are we going to try and embarrass them or are we going to be their friend? Are we going to be supportive of them? That's good. And so we normally we try and cover all those bases. So yeah. if it does happen, you know, you deal with it. You, yeah. you, you do it unobtrusively and because um, the kids are there to have a good time, not to be embarrassed. Absolutely. Well, kids, yeah. kids don't... I remember I, I brought that up as well. I didn't do the same speech that you did then. That sounds, all, that sounds great. But I remember... Mm doing the speech because they were talking about something about bedwetting and I, yeah. I said something like, yeah, I used to wet the bed when I was a little kid and they're like, what, you used to yeah. wet with the bed? I, I remember bringing it up in a grade five class. I was like, yeah, I wet yeah. the bed. I would think the last time I wet the bed was like grade six or grade seven though. What? Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, and some, ki- some kids do. It's they, Some kids wet it longer. It doesn't matter. You just, you're yeah, deeper yeah. asleep. You're like, and yeah. I th- you could kind of see some of the kids going like, okay, like the, the ones that were, oh, that's all right. Like, there's a movie. I saw this movie, this Adam Sandler movie, where he's he's a teacher and there's a kid. Ah, and the kid yeah, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, he, and, and he, he 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 on purpose splashes the front of his pants. Of and course, says, I yeah, pee my pants. Everybody pees their pants. It's the coolest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so they you know, when you, when you get and it's it's part of that thing about with kids too, um, you know, instilling empathy and yeah. And you know how do you how do you think they feel? You know, well you don't know because you haven't done it. But how do you think they feel? Yeah, and they're not doing it on purpose, and that's no, there's no problem with it. So you know, some people have asthma, some people have other conditions. So yeah, it's no big deal. And I found pretty much in every camp that I ever went to, there was never any bullying or or harassment. Of yeah, kids. obviously the kids were embarrassed themselves. Yeah, but they would they felt comfortable enough to come to me and say, Mister Knight, I've had an accident. And you just, you know, yeah. um, along with a, an, a, another teacher, you just clean it up and, and make sure they're okay or good. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's yeah. that's really good. But I think, see, that's, that's, that's why I was hesitant to say, yep, naughty kids don't come to school because it is such a good learning opportunity. It, it, yeah. it is such an incredible environment because you get them out of that, that, those four walls. And quite often, the naughty kids on camp, that, that's why I wanted to push back on what yeah. you said because quite often the naughty kids can really thrive in those environments oh. when it's like hands-on and it's it's like out of the out of four walls and that's you know why I, I said if you if they get onto camp but you know you've, you've got to earn the right to go into camp for a start as well but if you do get to camp yeah. and you're still pushing the boundaries then yeah sorry mate your compost yeah, off you go what, on your bike yeah Mom I, and Dad. I know I know you said you got to earn the right but I guess it's the same. Do you have to earn the right to go to school? Like, what do you do with these kids that are just absolute pains in the ass? Like, it's part yeah. of school. Yeah. 
I know. Yeah. I think you should. I think you should have earned the right to go well, to school. It, it is. It is tricky. <sighs> yeah, but what do you no, do well, with that, those that's kids? That's not true either because yeah, it's exactly. not going to happen. But if you are, if if you're one of these kids that's always disruptive in class, yeah, you are. You're you are taking away the learning opportunities for those other kids in your class as well. Well, that's that. That is that. That's the big thing. Is like at at what point do you do you sacrifice your empathy for this one student for the yeah yeah the the gain of twenty seven other kids. Exactly. I was right. thinking that the I was thinking that the other day when I was in the in the classroom. This one kid just held court for about two or three minutes and I'm like yeah. these all these kids and the kids are amazing the kids are just so yeah. good at just like they know when he goes off yep and I get I don't know maybe that's teaching the kids something as well even that's even, part of it yeah totally. like learning when a kid to- but when a kid mucks up in classroom and the and he's got four or five of his minions that start laughing yeah yeah that's an opportunity for you to go right who else in the classroom thinks that what he's doing is acceptable yeah and every time you will get most of the class going, no, it's not. Yeah. You'll even get a couple of the ones that were laughing to say, no, it's not. Yeah. Peer pressure is a powerful thing. Do you know what, though? It's Both given, ways. given kids enough rope as well, though, because one of my favorite things was laughing when a kid's naughty, I yep. think is kind of funny. Like, I always did it. Like, I, I remember like, laughing. If a kid did something a little bit cheeky and a yeah. little bit naughty, I'd always laugh. Yep. But then once they go, they'd always go too far. They'd always go too far, and I'm like, nah, yeah. "Dude, you wrecked it. You wrecked." And yeah. and that's when I came down on them. I'm like, "Ah, oh, man, you were so funny before. Yeah, the whole class was laughing, and now you've taken it too far." And I'm like, "You remind me of me when I was at school because I always wanted to make people laugh, but I always took it too far." And the thing about being funny is learning. When to stop? When when to stop? When, when to stop? Yeah. When you're going too far? Because I'm like, you're so funny, and it's amazing, and that's like a, a skill that you have and a talent yeah. that you have. But you need to learn, like I needed to learn, when to stop, where the yeah. line is, because it, it starts becoming not funny. Yeah, and, and people are just <laughs> kind of annoyed with you. We had an instance today because um, I've had this class for the whole week. On Monday, we were talking about. Um, I can't even remember what it was now, but it was a, a, a fact, a fact of life. Yeah. And this this girl said to me, how come you know all these things? Yeah. And I said, oh, because I'm 68. I've lived a long life. Yeah. Anyway, fast forward to today and we're doing this science experiment. Yeah. And and I did some extra stuff outside the science experiment, right? And I said, because this happens and this happens as well. Yeah. And this kid goes, gee, you know a lot. And from up the back of the classroom comes... Yeah, because he's 68. <laughs> now, the funny thing was, none of the other kids got it or heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I damn near wet myself. Yeah. That's a callback. That's so funny. It was. It was so good. The timing was impeccable. Yeah. She didn't, didn't say it loud, just soft enough. And I was the only... But she thought... The ones that around her that did hear it thought, oh, and you could see them cringing in their seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, she's in trouble for being cheeky. Yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. But then that that's the thing. Like, if you laugh at it, then yeah. there's going to be other kids that are like, they'll try and do it. I, I guarantee yeah. there were there were kids that were going like, "You're 68, oh, you're 68." Totally. And it's like that's not funny. You don't you don't yeah. understand why it's funny. Yeah. yeah. My 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 standard line is, I'll do the funny stuff, right? Yeah. You sit there and learn. I do the jokes. <laughs> um, see, another thing about school camps is I always used to have a problem with. Particularly a good school camp, like we had one where students would go to um, to Canberra. Oh yeah, and uh, I never and, got to go on those. Yeah, 
and it's you know a week long trip, and you do Questacon and Parliament House, and yeah, um, they go up, they take them up the snow. Oh, Questacon rules. Yeah. Um, now that's an expensive camp. Yeah. That's a really expensive camp. But I know of schools where, um, not this school, the Canberra one, but I know of other schools where if you can't afford to go, you don't go. So yeah. there are families, there are kids in um, in the school who deserve to go. Absolutely. Really, really good workers. Yeah. Great kids and they deserve to go. But because their parents can't afford it, they can't go. Yeah, yeah. Now, I have personally paid for kids to go on camp because they deserved it. And I remember you doing that. Yeah. 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 And I I got into trouble at one school because I did that. And the reason was if other parents hear about it, yeah. Then they they will all expect it. Yes. Yeah. And that that rubbed me the wrong way. It really did because Look, this is my choice. My decision, yep. but and it's and it's also that's not how society works. It's like we live in this balance of socialism and and capitalism, and yeah. those ones that are like whinging about why can't you pay for my kid, like yeah, because you don't come from a single mother family that's like living yeah. in housing commission, like oh, you you just bought other, a new jet were, ski. Fuck off, Trish. You, you know, totally. Yeah. And look, there were there were families that. You know that could afford and said no, that's too much. We're not sending them. Yeah, and yeah. that 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 to me is different as well. But yes. this, you know, if you've got a particular child and the the ones that I'm talking about, they still they've got a place in my heart because yeah. these are great kids. Absolutely, seriously great kids. Yeah. And just because their of their family situations, they couldn't go. Yeah, and there are kids that I would say, no, I'm not paying for you to go. Yeah, because I don't think you deserve to go. But the ones that that do I think there should be a way where everybody has the opportunity to go, yeah, but without the um, you know, as long as they have earned the right to go, you should have the opportunity, and as long as you've earned the right. Well, I mean, if they take um, some of that three hundred eighty billion dollar submarine money, maybe maybe we could. <laughs> we need submarines, mate. We can never have enough we submarines. Need- <laughs> we need saw, more submarines. I saw some article the other day, like Batuta Advocate. Um, Australia government spends three hundred and eighty-four billion on uh, stopping Chinese invasion for fourteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so true. Yeah. yeah, but um, um, the uh, one school that I taught at, I remember there was one, uh, a couple of kids in my class that were struggling to pay for it. That's mm-hmm. and they helped with a payment plan and also subsidised it heavily as well. See, that's great. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. yeah. But I think um, I think most schools. I don't know. Like I've even heard of parents that have chipped in for kids that have, like yes. kids that can't afford. That's that's what I mean. Like as as a society, like that we do help yeah. each other and we do chip in. And I don't know. That's, that's what, the yeah, nice that's part makes, of humanity. That's what makes me smile. You know. Yeah. If it's like that, um, one of the other problems that I have is when you send kids on a camp make sure you send enough staff yeah because if you're sending a class of kids and in that class there are three or four kids that need supervision yeah make sure you send adequate supervision yeah because it just becomes an absolute nightmare yeah otherwise yeah and the only reason you wouldn't send enough staff is financial yeah. You're always going to get staff from somewhere. Pay the extra money, 
make sure that the camp is adequately staffed because, yeah, I know of camps that, you know, they, they just spend their whole time putting out bushfires and trying to herd cats. Do, how do you feel about parents coming on school camp? Yeah, great. Yeah. Suitable parents? Yeah. In fact, I know of parents that I know um, of an instance where parents did come on school camp, yeah. booked a motel at the same place, yeah. booked a motel room at the same place where the camp was. Yeah. The child left the camp at night, slept in the motel room with mum. Oh, God. Had breakfast at the motel. <laughs> what? Came back for the activities. I mean, I don't know about that. That's... Was delivered, was delivered back to the motel room at the end of the day. That's full helicopter parenting. That is insane. Oh, yeah. that's, oh, we that's had a mum. Ultimate. We had a mum bring, bring um, dinner for this kid. Like, she used to bring dinners for this kid. Yeah. Because this kid cried the first night because he didn't like mashed potato. And we yeah. all thought, like, oh, God, is he allergic? Like, what's going on? Like, and mm. he's just like, no, I just don't like mashed potato. I was like, well, there's heaps of other food. This was the yeah. same kid that I think I told you um, his mum followed him on the, the school bus. Like, he, she, oh, yes, she sent yeah. him on the school bus, but she used to follow the school bus in the car yeah. to make sure he got there. It was the same kid. Yeah. Same kid that he cried about mashed potato. I did that with you. Followed me what? To school? Yeah, what grade was, was I? First day you rode. <laughs> what, what grade? First day you rode your bike. What grade? <laughs> grade eight. Bullshit. I did. You rode your bike. You wanted to know if you could ride your bike to high school. And I said, yeah. And you were at me and at me and at me to ride your bike. Yeah. I followed you in the car. Bullshit. <laughs> I did. You're a helicopter parent. I was back then. Actually, to be fair, that ride. It was hairy. It, it was, was along the highway. Hairy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. well, it was, I had to cross a heap of highways. Now, I can kind yeah. of get that, but like following a kid in the bus is pretty wild. Um, yeah, so this staffing, make sure you've got enough staff. Make sure you've got somebody with a, a first, one dedicated first aid person. Yeah. Because if you're if you're herding cats and you're giving out medications, yeah. that's a recipe for disaster. You know, you've got to have... Oh, totally. And, and even to the point where you've got one one entire floater, one person that's there just to float. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, think yeah. You, I think you really need that. The medication that. thing's wild. I remember, yeah. and I, I can only imagine what it's like these days. Because I remember oh, yeah. when I, I, twelve. When was I? When I my last school camp would have been twelve years ago. Yeah, and the medication was pretty wild then. I reckon there was about three or four each. Oh yeah, I, I, I reckon every second kid would have a fucking epipen these days. Yeah, I did. I did the medication. I was the, I was the first aid person for for a couple of camps, and oh god, talk about worrying about losing kids. Yeah. That was my biggest worry is losing the kid on, on an excursion. The second one was giving them the wrong medication. I know. Check it and double check it and make sure you've got somebody checking you. Oh, I think God, I've was, told this. I, I think I've told this yarn on here before, but my mate Mark, mm. it was in prep. Have I told you this yarn with the EpiPen? No. And he, EpiPen, kid's going into anaphylactic shock. He's run back to the classroom, got the EpiPen, grabbed it, stabbed it into the kid's leg, except the end went into his thumb. Oh, really? He had it upside he had down. It back the front. Like, went yeah. it upside down, and he just got shot with all these adrenaline. He's just like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> doing push-ups. Uh, yeah, the ambulance had to get called for the kid, one for the kid, one for him. Fuck, it was funny. Uh, yeah, go on. I can see you on your phone. What's the other next thing on B-Rise hit list? Um, shut up, yeah. No, nah, it's good. You're very organised. School camp. I am. 
Right. So you've got a whole plethora of things on. You get kids who are homesick. Yeah. And that's the big one. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. most schools now will say, particularly if you're going away for multiple days, yeah. you do not take your phone. Mobile phones are not permitted on this camp. Yeah. And the reason for that is the kids are ringing up the, the parents at, you know, nine o'clock at night when they're homesick. Yeah, totally. And the, which gets the parents upset. You know, the, the kids are being supervised. Yeah. You're not allowed to have... Now, one of these camps that I went on, we made the big call. You do not take your phone. What yeah. about a camera? You bring a camera. You bring a disposable camera. Oh, yeah. You do not take your phone. Yeah. Has everybody got that? Yep. Sign this piece of paper. I'll not bring my phone. Got it. So we're walking past the rooms this one night. They're all in their, in their uh, rooms and lights out. You've got five minutes to put your lights out. I know. Time's up, lights out, and you just keep walking up and down the room. Righto, everybody yeah. go to sleep. Yeah. And I walk past this room. I'm only in my um, pyjamas and socks. And I'm walking past this room and I hear this iPhone message um, oh, ding. bleep go off yeah. Yeah, in this room. Yeah. And I went, oh, bloody hell. Do I do it now? Because it's about t- half past 10 at night. Do I do it now? I'll wait until the morning. Yeah. So anyway, the next morning I went past, I'm walking, waking them all up and this was a room full of five girls. And I walked past the room and I said, righto girls, time to get out and bring me your phone. And this one girl said, what? We don't have phones. I said, you've got phones in there. I know you've got phones. And she said, how do you know? Well, I said, look, Education Queensland now gives every teacher an app to put in their phone. And it will detect other phones. <laughs> and I said, I, and I opened my phone up and I said, I'm looking at one now. And I said, there's a mobile phone in this room right now. Anyway, they're sheepishly looking at each other. Now, the rest of it just fell into place because she said, so, so how much? Could, anyway, she handed me the phone. Yeah. And she said, how much can you see on the phone? And I said, look, that's just between you and me. She started panicking that I could actually read the phone. For the next two days, she's saying, you can't read my, my um, Instagram, can you? My Instagram page. I said, look, I'm not saying yes. I'm not saying <laughs> oh, Jesus no. I can hear. <laughs> so by the end of that day, the end of the first day, I've got eight phones because it had spread that the teachers have got this app on their phone where they can, where they can actually. <laughs> and I said, it's like find my phone, but we can find any other phone that's yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, what you got eight of them said they it. all they all buckled anyway this other teacher said to me he said, oh this is gold this is absolute gold yeah but then the thing was can can you read my messages can yeah. you and i said look let's not go into that right now so for the rest of the, <laughs> the rest of the camp i'm stringing them along going oh look i can neither confirm nor deny what i can actually see on your phone oh warrant officer Bear it right. was gold yeah that's kind of creepy, though, that, like, yeah, the old teacher can look at my messages. I know. And they were panicking. I'm thinking, oh, God, I'd love to be able to read the messages on this phone. No, yeah. you couldn't. No, well, apparently she had a crush on this other boy. Ah, and she's, so she she's was sending... texting her friends, telling them about the crush she's that got she's a crush. got on this other ah, okay, boy. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so gotcha. it wasn't that bad, but she was, she was absolutely petrified. I was going to yeah. say, shouldn't be looking at, looking at any messages. Um, I don't know. What else you got? Yeah, this is there's a story that I got from a a teacher years ago, and this is how much um, camps have changed. Yeah, years ago, teachers would take you know a six pack, a bottle of wine. Yeah, when all the kids are gone to bed, you'd meet up in a room and you'd have a little drinky poo. Yeah, yeah, can't do that now. Cannot do that now. So I remember that when I was teaching. He's he's telling me this story. He said, "Oh, because it was a four day camp, he said I took a carton." Yeah. (laughs) 
and he said, I brought a couple of other bottles of wine for the rest of the teachers. Yeah, yeah, Except, yeah. To cut a very long story short, the first thing that, um, that I recall was a knock on the door saying, uh, Mr. X, we've been to breakfast. Are you coming? <laughs> Bullshit. So all the kids had got up, had their showers, been to breakfast themselves, and he's still, <laughs> he's still, he's still in his room asleep. Uh, oh, that rules. Yeah. I went on – I think I've – have I told the story about um, art camp on here? I yes. think I have told, yeah, yeah art you camp. Have. That was my favourite camp I reckon I've ever been on. Yeah. Because it was just me and three um, other dudes. Hey, listen, can you go on to Teacher Yarns? There's a um, an email on there. Yeah. I haven't got it with me now. And there's a lady that sent in a story about camp. Can you read that out? Oh, really? Yeah. Be right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Let's finish. Um, let's finish off this one with friend of the podcast Emily. Uh, g'day, Brian and Ben. Mm, interesting. Put Brian first. Very good. <laughs> I love the podcast. Thanks for the chuckles uh, along the drives from school. I'm a third year primary school teacher. Uh, looking forward to my first school camp in a couple of months. Your call out for stories reminded me of those parents both teachers um, told. Right, One that sticks in my mind is the night where one boy's cabin would not stop talking. Uh, Mum and dad and a couple of other teachers, I'm fairly sure at least the AP, got them all out of bed around midnight and walked them to the Oval. Then left them standing there in the dark. They each then covered themselves in sheets and had stashed behind a tree and ran out towards the boys screaming, evidently terrifying for them. But happy days in the end as they were all much quieter for the following nights. After discovering the teachers were clearly nuts, I wonder how that would be received these days. Mate, you would lose your job if you did that today. I know, it's so funny. Taking the kids out and scaring the bejesus out of them. Also... I want to know what colour these kids are as well, because if they're white, that's all right. But if they're different colours and they're coming out with sheets over their heads, <laughs> that's a whole oh, <laughs> a little less ghosty, a little more, a even little more terrifying. Yeah. Uh, unrelated to school yeah. camps, just wanted to shed a little positivity. Oh, that whilst nodding yeah. along to the frustrations of the education system, I really am enjoying teaching so much. This is awesome. Yeah. It's my second career and it just feels so much better suited, more fulfilling and enriching than my past career in health. How lucky we are to spend time with such awesome kids every day. However, I do find myself wondering about its sustainability as a career if and when I have children of my own with so much outside of hours work just to keep up. Yeah, that's true. Not even yeah. soaring above and beyond. Brian, how did you manage to balance being a teacher and father? Or was it later in your parenting life that you, uh, that you moved into teaching? Thanks for being a voice. No questions for me. That's all right. Uh, thanks for being a voice of us all. I hope some of those uh, those ministers and experts do hear you too. Cheers. Yeah. That's lovely. We love yeah, reading nice. these, by the way. We get a few of them. But that, that's an awesome, awesome yeah, one. It's, um, it's nice to hear that, you know, the, the positive side of things because, I mean, we... Well, I think, we Mitch, I think Mitch's episode really sparked a little fire. It did, didn't Maybe it? that sparked a little fire in yeah. people because it is such a sick job. And I know there's not much funny in positive stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's always yeah, well, easy. Right. It's yeah. always easy to find. The, it's always easier to find the comedy in in when you're cranky and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But um, be right. All right. Answer, um, Emily. My little sister's yep. name, Emily. Um, yeah. Would you want to answer Aunt Emily's question? I did. No, you didn't. Read my email. Oh, you answered it. Yes. Oh, you wrote an email back. God. Gotcha. Well, well, so other people work with people. No, but I'm, I'm just saying. Well, other people haven't read your email, have they, dickhead? So, 
Um, <laughs> and you said, we will absolutely include your story in the podcast. I'm still grinning. Oh. Uh, it's, it's so good to hear. Mm, forgot the apostrophe in it's Bera. That's right. To hear you found <laughs> your niche. Uh, you hit the nail right on the head. My fear is that with the constant increases in curriculum and ever-changing education goalposts, teachers are burning out. I oh, changed the record, Brian. I did my teaching degrees uh, when I was working full-time and I had three young children. I started teaching when they were all in primary school. The main difference between then and now was I had direction, time, and confidence from my bosses that I could teach. Ooh. Hang in there, Emily. Uh, it's the best profession. I live in hope that we will eventually get some leaders who listen to the teachers. Brian, yeah, lovely response. Of course it is. It's what I do. All right. Oh, you're done. <laughs> you had enough. I always tell when you want to wrap it up. It's so fun. All right. <laughs> we had friends. You could always tell if you go around there for a drink. You'd always tell it was time to go. They'd start fluffing up the pillows. <laughs> oh, really? In the place, they just walk around and go up, oh, fluff the pillows <laughs> around the, on the lounge. <laughs> yeah, time to go. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. No, we have gone over time, but that's lovely. Okay. Thank you so much, Emily, for messaging in. Yeah, um, thanks, If you've got any other crazy camp stories, I mean, I heard a fair few crazy camp stories, but of course, b Rice stole the show. Um, <laughs> I was going to tell you about my friend, the teacher who used to sleepwalk as well, but don't worry about that. Actually, before we go... I want to tell, tell you, I want to tell you. Actually, we're going to end on this because this is one of the greatest stories I've ever heard. Lloyd Langford told me this story, and it was one of his friends that it happened to. So he was on uh, camp, a whole heap of tents around, and next to him he heard this this sort of erotic <laughs> groaning, <laughs> right? And mm. he's hearing, this, he's like, "God damn, all right, what's going on over there?" And the groaning got louder and louder. He's like, "This is hot," and he decided, well, and he was a young bloke. He's like, "Well." Things are happening downstairs. I'm just going to go with it. And he decided to finish himself off listening to these couple <laughs> these couple groaning next door, right? Yeah. And then woke up the next morning, unzipped the tent to see ambulances all around the tent. It wasn't a couple. It was a man having a heart attack <laughs> in the oh, tent next door. Uh Oh, I don't know. Like, no. he said, I don't know if that's a true story. I'm pretty sure it's a true story because Lloyd told us about it with his 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 mate that it happened to. But it sounds like one of those. Yeah. It sounds like it. It sounds too amazing to be true. But he's <laughs> adamant that it is true. Uh, okay. Oh, I'm scared. How are you not pissing yourself laughing? That's the greatest story ever told. No, but see, I feel sorry for the gentleman that had Why? the heart attack. He went out because I'm an empathetic yeah, suppose, person. But like, I don't know. He went out <laughs> helping someone. <laughs> All right. No, you had enough. Oh, okay. that was oh, sorry, B. Right, that, that that's gone too far, has it? No, you know, it's Jesus maybe, Christ, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's off a, so um, quick. As soon as you're as soon as you're finished, your bits, boom. You've cl- you've clipped the phone close. All right, yep. Now you go on. Tell me a quick no, story. No, it maybe it's a Gen X joke. I don't know. Us baby boomers, we are more empathetic than that. We would be feeling sorry. Of course, for- we feel sorry, but that's the funny thing. Anyway, oh, I, I've got a feeling you would like so that story, sad. except you've tuned out. You've got everything you've got to say <laughs> off your chest. No, I haven't. Look, I can see you looking off into the distance. A thousand yard stare, you cockhead. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. When you sw- it's not even like a gradual decline. It's like, be right, I'm done. You click the phone closed. My notes are done. And I'm and out. Hey, Brian, I'm I've got spent. a nice story. You want to hear it? Yeah, yeah, go on. All right, yeah. I could see you looking off into the distance as I was telling that story, which is why I fumbled it. I was like, listen. Also, good to see you got your Broncos a- jersey on as well, your turncoat. Oh, it's a work jersey, work shirt. Go Dolphins, go Dolphins. All right, yeah. thanks everybody for listening. Go Dolphins, yeah. All Thank right. you for listening, Follow everybody, and Teacher we'll catch you next time. on Instagram, teacheryarns at gmail.com. Send B-Rod an email. He sends lovely emails back. If you want to send them, he, he loves reading them, and he sends lovely emails back. Me, I send very short messages on Instagram. Cool. Unless they're funny. Did you put up that No, don't that start bringing bit. something else up, B-Rod. This is <laughs> You can't. You've switched off. All right, sorry. Now nah, go on. What is it? That picture that I put up about... <laughs> Teachers having to put the book to the front. Don't put the book to the front. My dad's a giant. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't put that one up. Do you want me to put it up? I think Put it up. Teachers... It's hilarious. Oh, great. You think that's hilarious, but not it my is. joke. Our listeners will really like that yeah, one. No, I've seen that one. It is funny. When you sent it to yeah. me, I was like, oh, that's funny. The first five times I saw it. I feel like it, <laughs> I feel like every teacher's seen all these memes, but... I'll put it up no, there. For, I'll one. put it this up there for really Yeah. All Thank right. You. Thanks, everybody. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. All Catch right. you next time. Have Love a good you. week. Bye. Love you. Bye. How long did that one go for?